Welcome to Tiger Pops Podcast, a place to dissect, analyze, and swoon over the webtoon Midnight Poppyland. Every week, we'll go through another episode and break down character development, relationship regression, plot, symbolism, body language, and more. And of course, we'll be bringing out those tinfoil hats for some theory time. Every week, we'll be joined by sharp-witted, detail-obsessed, and dare I say, thirsty fans ready to tackle the latest gem. Let the analysis begin. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Tiger Pops. And we are doing episode eight today with Ajeline and Veronica. So I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Ajeline, if you want to go first. Sure. Um, I'm Ajeline Schufelt, and I host two podcasts. One is called The Feminist Critique, and the other one is Disney Dives that you should go and check out after listening to all of the episodes of Tiger Pops. And then also the first time... I ever discovered Midnight Poppyland was because I was uh, reading uh, Ashura's Bride first, and then I started reading Midnight uh, Poppyland, and um, and from there I kind of just got right into it. I started the Facebook group, and um, yeah, I'm obsessed. <laughs> that Facebook group is fantastic. So we owe you Thank a you. lot. Ever. Thank you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, I am Veronica Ramos. I'm 34. Um, I have a partner. We're technically not legally married, but we have been together for eight years. Today's actually our eight-year anniversary. Oh, wow. um, Congratulations. Thank you. So I live in Washington, D.C. Um, we have two fur babies, two pit bull mixes that we rescued. And I own a bridal shop in Falls Church, Virginia. So it's like 20 minutes outside the city. And I got into Midnight Poppy Land during the pandemic when the shop had to close and I had nothing to do with myself all day. So I needed to like just find a refuge. And I started reading Asura's Bride. And then I found Midnight Poppy Land as a result. And I just have been obsessed ever since and then I found this community and I was like wow I found my people (laughs) yes we're all equally nutty it's fantastic it's true (laughs) (laughs) it's great (laughs) because my partner is like I don't need it I what's going on with you right now (laughs) yeah I want to do a separate episode on how this midnight poppy land has affected everyone's significant other because I know it's for sure changed my significant other's life as well (laughs) reserve it for that I'm definitely gonna put out a call for that I think once I finish with all the catching up with all the older episodes yeah I mean that's what my partner suggested he's like all all the significant others all the husbands boyfriends girlfriends they need their own group (laughs) they need their own support group (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Especially after certain episodes that will not be named. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You'll know when you get there, folks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that we're putting aside that devastation, we, which we cannot think about. So nope. let's get to episode eight. I'll do a recap. We actually just recorded episode seven. So in episode seven, Poppy and Tora are at Chevy's is, you know, trying to get her word across to Mr. Lamb. Mr. Lamb, of course, is not letting her get word in edgewise. And she sees Mr. Lamb taking off with Shark and um, unknown person. I forgot the other one's name. And I don't know if he has a name even. And I don't she think pro- he has a name ever. Okay, good. I felt I was like, yeah. oh, did I miss something? I didn't think so. Okay, so 
she tries to stop him. Tora grabs her hand, says, I don't think you should go there. And she defies him and runs out. And after a bit, Tora feels bad. He thinks about it. He's first arriving to pick up Quincy, but then he feels bad and he chases after her. And this is where episode eight opens up, where Tora very politely opens the window of his car and yells loudly, hey, and stops Poppy in her tracks. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I love his confused face when he's yelling out, Christ, have you, how far have you been running? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just feel it's almost like that meme where it's like, why are you running? I don't yeah. know. He's just he's just so dumbfounded by this this little hamster. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she's Oh yeah, like she is like red faced and she's like, they're not too far. I saw them get in a car. That rhymed. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. But sweating and puffing. And Tora is like looking at her totally surprising like you chased after a effing car and poppy says you know she couldn't get a hold of a cab plus are too expensive over here which indicates and she's made reference to it quite a few times that she does not have a lot of money to spare mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she's very she's very financially aware of her situation in life which is good she should be well it's almost like because she's pretty brand new to the job right so she's probably making like Nothing. yeah like intern Nothing. wage Nothing. almost <laughs> which we have yeah. we've all been at that point in our life right yeah so. like who was making any money at like 2021 no one mm-hmm. exactly. not a single person was making any form of reliable money no <laughs> yeah. so the fact that she even has an apartment to herself is like kudos to you oh yeah exactly yeah i also wonder i mean she's supposed to be a college graduate and she's like 2021. 20, I don't like how smart is she? Like, how many grades did she skip to be a college graduate at 2021? 20, um, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Well, did, maybe yeah, it was it like a two year college though, or are we talking like university? Because it's a little bit different here in Canada where college is like a two year program and university is four year program. Oh, okay. So like here in the States, it's, they call that an associate. Oh, okay. If you're going to a two-year college opposed to a four-year university. Oh, okay. So yeah, maybe she did a a two-year program. I don't know. Maybe they graduate earlier in, it looks like it's, I mean, I know Lily says Mm -hmm. that Naren, you know, Naren country and Naren city is fictional, but she probably is basing it on her experience as someone living in Asia. So it's possible that they graduate high school earlier and their whole system is different. We probably should look this up, but <laughs> the, you know, honestly, that, that could be true. Cause I know that in the UK, they like finish high school at like 16, 17 where, uh, so maybe it's like kind of the same where you finish high school, like a year or two earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I have a I have a cousin in the Philippines and I remember her being a sophomore in university when she was 17. Oh, I also just thought she was like really smart. She's a pharmacist and she's like really smart. So I just assumed that she was just advanced. (laughs) (laughs) Never know. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, that's out of my family is really, really, really smart, smart and collegiate. So I just assumed that she just followed in that. (laughs) Nice. Well, Poppy does seem to be very smart and accomplished. I think she has a great job considering she just came out of college to be managing editor. That's like a pretty prestigious job title. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so 
Poppy is willing to talk to him, which is interesting. I'm surprised that she's actually giving him information. And she's yeah. saying that they disappeared right up ahead. And then she asks them, and she's a little bit nervous when she asks them this, aren't they your friends? Can you call them up and ask? And she like stutters when she says, can you call them up and ask? Because mm-hmm. it does. Oh, yeah. But I think at this point, like, um, I don't think she trusts him. Well, I mean, obviously, she doesn't trust him yet, but she trusts him enough that she's asking these questions and, like, getting him to help her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also maybe she's just flustered with the entire situation. Mm. And so she's like, well, here's this person that's just asking me. And so that kind of knows a bit about it. So let me just talk to him because I'm so flustered and I don't know what else to do, which I would do because um, it's, I think when you're, you're someone that's inherently really trusting, which I think Poppy is, even though she's very aware, she's still deep down, like is a trusting person. And so she just looks at him and even though she doesn't know much about him, she just sees this person that's obviously trying to help. And so she's like, okay, well, let me just at least tell you the details that I know right now. Right. And I actually love that dynamic right away. You know, she instantly relies on him and he instantly steps up to the plate. And I think that, I think sometimes you feel right away when a person, I know like um, in terms of when I met my husband, like there are certain clicks and I didn't feel like on the first date, but on the second date, I already did where you know, you felt, I felt comfortable and secure and I, I felt safe. And I feel like Poppy has maybe a little bit of that because she sees that he's stepping up to help her and she's relying him right, on him right away. She's like, well, what did they say? And you know, she's looking at him with her like large anxious eyes and her hands pulled up to her chest. And, you know, she right away, when he says that they're not picking up, she says, danger. <laughs> and then she goes with accusing him again. Well, this <laughs> is true. the thing. This is still when, um, cause I remember still, like when I was first reading this, uh, this is like when we still think that Poppy's like very innocent and very like uh, as the chapters progress, we realize that she's a little bit more than she lets on to, you know, who she is. But this is definitely like one of those doe eyed, you know, moments where she's like, help me, mister. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think anyone that is under the, the, the height of five, three, knows those situations and make knows how to perfect that face oh yeah <laughs> from someone from someone who's used it many a times <laughs> especially if i'm flying by myself and i need to put my carry-on luggage in the overhead bin i'm just like biggest person biggest person biggest person <laughs> there he is. excuse me mister <laughs> yes i i i pull that look because you know when you're little, you got to use what you, what you have to your advantage. And Poppy knows how to do it. She gets it. She knows she's small. She knows she's cutesy and she knows how to use it. And it's very smart. And, and you know, we don't always have a stepping stool to do stuff on. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to rely on other people. I'm sure too. So yes. yeah. Yeah. So funny. And, you know, it's very interesting to hear how you like your physical experiences are helping you understand this, this comic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, and again, I feel like, you know, what makes Poppy so great is her relatability. Mm. Like, she's, she has the ability to relate to so many other people in so many different ways, whether it's through her personality or her size, 
or just like her outlook in life like she's just relatable i almost feel Mm -hmm. like so i've been reading a lot of um anna green gables uh not reading it (laughs) but like watching the old series from like forever ago and i almost feel like poppy is not quite as uh much of a dreamer but i feel like poppy is very much like uh, almost like an Anne, like an Anne shirley from that series like that's mm-hmm. kind of how her perspective is like she doesn't look like much but she shows people that she's more than she lets on to be if that makes sense yeah, yeah. definitely determined yeah. inside as well mm-hmm. yeah so anyway, so Poppy starts with, um, you know, she starts <laughs> jumping off her tongue again and saying, don't tell me you guys belong to some human. And then she's like, oh, shit, like, I, I should really stop. OK, he looks like he's trying to help you. So now would be a good time to keep your, keep your big judgy mouth shut. And then she says the cutest line. She's like, and I, oop. <laughs> <laughs> I love that meme so much. <laughs> I, oop. <laughs> That's a there's like little things in the comic where, um like Lily puts in like memes and I'm just like, yep. I, that's, that's why I know I'm like, she knows what the fans want (laughs) because she thinks the same way. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And it's funny because like, this is a cultural, cultural, culturally specific reference. And I wonder if uh, 20 years from now, well, hopefully people are still reading it 20 years from now. (laughs) we'll, We'll get that. I wonder. Hopefully it's like a TV series or a movie 20 years from now that becomes a classic. Oh, I yes. hope so. Classic. Like, can it please be the next version of Buffy? Like, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yes. Yes, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, I love that Tora is just like, listen, we are not friends. We just work together. I'm different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let's get this straight. I'm not even going to entertain the idea that they're my friends. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to me, that speaks to his, especially coming up, he he pretended not to hear her, but he probably did hear her when, when she accused him of belonging to some human trafficking organization, pretty much. And we know that he really values, um, he, he doesn't like being part of the mafia and he doesn't like being judged by people. And he has some, you know, a better, slightly better self-image of himself even though, I mean, it's a big source of conflict for him where he views himself as a bad person and, you know, he doesn't maybe see himself as the purest person, but I think he does understand that he's not like them. Yeah. Now, this next panel, I kind of want to talk about it because at the time, I completely missed out on it. Like, did not even (laughs) think about it, right? But he ends up grabbing her arm and then she looks down and at the time I was like, oh, it's because he's grabbing her arm. Like, that's why, you know, she looks kind of like freaked out. But mm-hmm. it's because she actually notices something, which we find out in like a later chapter. Um, and that is like the ring yeah. and the um, uh, and the bracelet, which just like it blew my mind when that like it comes out later on, which I'm sure that's a mm-hmm. spoiler. So sorry. Yeah, they don't know what yeah. they're for, but they'll find out. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I like, so we noticed Tora is, um, you know, getting physical with her. And that's another thing. Like, we always wondered, like, is it because he keeps wanting to touch her? And we're pretty sure the answer is yes. And which is adorable and sweet. <laughs> but also, 
he immediately, he's very commandeering. He says, they can't have left this area so quickly on foot. Get in my car. Not like, do you want to get in my car or I'll help you? He's get in my car. Like, no, we're doing this. <laughs> I am attached to this situation now. But then Poppy like looks over and she's like, um, your car, you be my, you buy car. You mean, and then. I love how she said that though. <laughs> the one that's Not being. saying, oh, your car is getting towed. She's like, um, by the way, you know that car? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It's like the one that's being towed away and his face. I know. It's just like so good. <laughs> His eyes wide open, and then Poppy with her like little flower petals in her whole innocent little world. Oh yeah, and she's like, "Wow, this is my first time seeing a car being towed," and like it's a terrifying feeling. Um, not that I've seen my my car almost got towed away, but like, buddy, didn't... girl, I have seen my car get towed. Oh no! Away. So then you get I it. Have... Yeah, no, I get it. So, like here in 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 DC, like the meter mains, and they are like parking enforcement is ferocious. They are so fast. Like they and they're oh my gosh, they're they are mean. They are vicious. And so, yes, I have seen my car get towed. I have seen someone put a boot on my car for two mm-hmm. tickets that were overdue by only, like, 30 days. Oh, wow. my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I was like, can you please don't put this boot on my car? Like, I even asked him. He's like, I've already logged it in the system. If I don't, then I was like, dang it. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Well, like, yeah. I, I was. No, I know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> No, it's all good. You go. Um, no, I was at like the airport picking up a friend. Like this was years ago, but still, like I I parked in this place to go and find her because her like phone died or whatever. And I go like I find her and I come back, and it was like right at that moment a tow truck like whizzes by to like you know try to tow my car away, and it was just that moment of like pure shock and like I just started <laughs> running and I don't run, and but I ran. <laughs> faster than i ever had i was like please don't tow my car away mm-hmm. the ass to get a towed car back oh i believe it especially if it's towed by the city uh, oh my gosh the bureaucracy that you have to go through to get it out all the red tape but i mean if it's towed by a private company it's you just pay it but man gosh like when it's towed by the city that's so bad mm-hmm. trust me i know oh no <laughs> right and you see Tora's face, you know, Tora is somebody that for the entirety of like what, what we've seen him so far, his face has been pretty impassive and, and still, but he is, he's shocked out of that control that he has over his face and he's just wide eyed, but he, he can't even move. He's frozen. He's in shock. <laughs> oh yeah. And like, like Poppy is, you know, kind of like talking here and he's not saying a word and she's like, wow, they sure are efficient. Hope it's not too expensive to get your car back. And then that's like when uh, like the next panel is just like her braid in the wind because he is running and he still has a hold of her. So she's just yeah. kind of going along for the ride here. i love i love just him just exploding with his various choice words oh yeah he is swearing up a storm here he like pushes a dude out of the way (laughs) 
and, and Poppy's just like you know running along, but with like her <laughs> one, <laughs> yeah, in her ear, like I'm not trying to hear this, even though I'm definitely hearing this. So he's cursing up a storm. She Poppy actually plugs up her ears because she doesn't want to hear him. <laughs> and... <laughs> like another, it's like another sign to show that she's just so innocent. Like she can't even bear to hear these these words that are coming out of this stoic man's mouth. <laughs> so she's like, I must plug my ear. I'm so innocent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, this is like the most violent and explosive vocabulary I have ever heard. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder yeah, some of the words he was saying. Yeah. I um, I imagine I'm just imagining like my partner when when we're stuck in traffic and someone cuts him off and the amount of things that come out of his mouth at that moment is probably exactly the same as what Tor is saying. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Anyway, so she you know what's interesting is she she starts um she vocalizes that she's like okay exhausted and she says how much more do we have to run in Japan? And and she wonders why am I being dragged along with him and immediately Tora stops, mm, which like, oh, shows again like his consideration of her. And even though they, he barely knows her. This is the day after they met. He considers her feelings, and he really cares about them. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and asks about her leg. Like he noticed that her na- her her knee is busted. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's not like she said anything. I don't even like. Maybe he noticed it from the day before, but like. He's definitely pointing out that I see your leg. That's got to hurt. Are you okay? Right. But and she did. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. she She's not even, like, thinking about that because she notices that uh, that uh, they're coming out of the store. And, and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. It's him. I know. It's like, what are the odds that Mr. Lom is right there? <laughs> I love I love yeah. how the dots are always connected. Also, her finger is still in her ear the entire time. Yes. <laughs> right. She can hear through that. And so it looks like he's gone into some store and he's purchased something. He has a bag that says Mont Blanc. And at the time, you know, you see that Tora Tora stopping to listen to her has, you know, allowed the car to get away from him. Which again shows that mm-hmm. he he's prioritizing her over his needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks so flustered too. <laughs> you know, and disheveled, his ties on like loose, his shirts undone, <laughs> it's untucked. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm just not even going to attempt to try to straighten myself out. <laughs> right, but- he's like, if I ever find the person who did this. And then she's, you know, he's, she's yelling, he's over there and he stops from his ruminations and, you know, says what? And he sees again, Mr. Lamb with shark and unknown person. And Poppy is like, they want to have some gift shop, but they're leaving now and they're getting into a car again. So she sees that he's pointing at some place and Poppy's using her, her strong deduction skills. And she's thinking, she realizes, she says, oh, he bought a gift from that expensive store and he must be meeting somebody. And she remembers that at the restaurant, he was talking about how he was going to meet with the chairman of the Naran Traders Association at the 
Eastern Center of Commerce building. So she realizes that that's where he is. Oh, and um, that he bought a gift for that person. Yeah, whomever that that. And I and I, because uh, it's like a watch or something. Like I think that's like uh, yeah. a watch company, right? Mont Blanc. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. And you know, interestingly enough, Tora, so she starts running right away. And Tora is thinking to himself, he says, where are you running off to? And then he's like, the hell, she can still run? Where does she get all that energy from? It's interesting because you would think, you know, Tora is the one who works out all the time. Poppy so far has not given us any indication that she works out, but she is very determined. And that compensates or that drives her forward and compensates for maybe any lack of physical activity that she actually does. Plus, somebody was mentioned mm-hmm. since Tora smokes, it's possible that his cardiac abilities or, or his, you know, breathing abilities are not that great. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that that could be true. That's fair, honestly. It's hard to run yeah. and smoke, I'm told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was a former smoker, and I did not exercise during those days. <laughs> <laughs> it was too hard. <laughs> it wasn't until after I quit that I realized I had the ability to kind of run. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and, you know, she starts running off, and, like, there's a, there's a panel just of Tor looking after her with this, bemused expression on his face it looks like he finds her entertaining and endearing honestly that passion that she has eyebrow raised yeah (laughs) i love that picture it's probably like one of it was like one of the first ones that i think i saved where i was like i love this one Mm -hmm. um yeah and uh she's like she's like yeah that purple building and he looks up and he's like it's actually a blue building (laughs) No, actually, he thinks he thinks oh, that no. purple building, right? He also thinks it's a purple building. Oh, okay. Billy's like, it's actually a blue building. Well, maybe it's kind of like that, um, like the dress, right? For some people, it's purple. For some people, it's blue. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Oh, wasn't it gold? It's like some yeah. it was blue and then others it was gold. Yeah. Blue and black and very opposite color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah so Tora thinks that we're not he's like oh we're not going to make it there on time unless and then again without consulting with her without asking her he just grabs her hand and says come on I know a shortcut we can take and again now he's pulling her and she's yeah. looking at him she has like a little blush on her face I think that she is feeling affected by his constant touch on her wrist mm-hmm. yeah and she just goes with it still She's like, okay, well, you you look like you know what you're doing, so I'm just going to go. Right. Oh, yeah. And then- uh, well, like, she says to the purple building, he's like, yeah. And he's like, everyone says it's blue, but it's fucking purple to me. They're all fucking idiots. And I love that there's that, like, the two real idiots here. Yeah. yeah but it makes me wonder, I'm like, if Poppy is an artist, shouldn't she know color? better than to well, think it's differently my husband's colorblind yeah. so for him like yellow mm-hmm. and green looks the same red and brown yeah. looks the same the green and yellow was, when, so back in the day i was in art school and i was taking a color theory class and there was a colorblind person in the color theory class and he figured out dif- what the different shades of gray meant and how it equated to color it was very interesting it was very very interesting 
Yeah. yeah. My husband does a lot of artwork too, but he basically, he does it digitally and he goes by the names that the, the program assigns. So like, he doesn't know exactly what it is, but he can tell like, okay, it's on the, the red, you know, section and it's a little darker or lighter. And I mean, he also mm-hmm. asked me to fill in for him a lot to tell him like, you know, is this really green or does this make sense for ground? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's also a cute little thing that Lily put in to show us that they're connected and that they have some similarities already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so they're going up these steps and she's um, she's panting and, you know, feeling <laughs> feeling exhausted. She says, these steps are steep. I haven't climbed this many stairs in the city. It's all elevators and escalators. How much further do we have to travel? Now, I'm thinking, I'm wondering if he stops here on the steps deliberately to give her some time to rest. Uh, honestly, that because might be he it. Can her, he can hear her panting and like <laughs> talking about how there are so many steps. Mm-hmm. That honestly yeah. could be it, but he's like, he's kind of uh, like checking, well, he says he's checking the map, but just that, you know, it's been a while since I've used this, you know, route, right? So maybe it was one of the routes that he used to take back in the day when he was, you know, <laughs> skateboarding with his friends. Mm. Yeah, it's probably one of those those stairs that they used to like ride the rail on and stuff. Right. I I mean, when yeah. I first read, when I read that this originally, I was like, huh, like since when does, you know, do essential structures like this change? So that's why I'm thinking that it was more of an excuse to allow Poppy to catch her breath. That's true. Yeah. All right. So she's looking at him and, you know, there's a panel of her pretty focused looking at his face. And, you know, he actually says here, yeah, might as well catch a breather while we're here. Traffic's bad. They won't be getting that far. Which again, to me, I think is another indication that maybe he's stopping to help her get that breath. And she's like, yeah, breather sounds good. And she goes down a little further towards him. And while she is there, she takes a peek at him, which, you know, there's a highlighted <laughs> panel for this, which just shows that she's intrigued by him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she says, like, for somebody so intimidating, he sure has pretty lashes. And she's just kind of like looking at his she's face. Taking him in. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <Who wouldn't? laughs> if you had the ability to just be that close, <laughs> when you just stare, I mean, I would stare. Oh, yeah. I would be hard not to stare, but I would stare. Right. And now he's he's not looking at her. He's looking down. So she can stare at him without him knowing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a panel just of those pretty lashes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's kind of like mumbling to himself because um, I think he's trying to like, uh, like you said, give her a breather, right? Where he's like pretending like he doesn't understand Google Maps. I mean, yeah, I that could be a thing, thing, though. He could just also not understand Google Maps. That's true. I think so, because um, Guy who says that he doesn't know how to use technology. Um, so I'm pretty sure that might be authentic. <laughs> yeah, like again like my my partner he for someone that works in technology he is so bad at like new technology like using new technology if he doesn't understand he gets so flustered so fast Mm -hmm. so i can see like he's probably like yeah fuck this fuck this map (laughs) like my, my giant fingers don't work on this tiny thing so this is probably one of my favorite like my initial like favorite moments of this comic was when 
you know, he's got his hair like kind of in his face a little bit. Right. And she reaches out and like ever so gently tucks the hair behind his ear. And he's still like looking down at the map. Uh, And then when he looks up, he just has this like sincere look of, I would say surprise, but also curiosity. Yeah, it's like there's a mix of curiosity and confusion. Mm-hmm. Like, who who does that? Like, who just touches someone? And who just touches me? Probably. But I think it kind of shows, too, because it's, it's like you guys said earlier. Like, he has reached out and held her hand, like, how many times in this episode, right? So this is, like, in a weird way, her own... Um, reciprocation of like a gentle touch mm-hmm. yeah and i think for me like the way the reason she did it was because i think she was just physically attracted to him and uh, besides for being you know a maternal infection of person and i think that one of the reasons he's so shocked is because he so rarely gets this kind of affectionate caring touch if ever yeah yeah i mean does he ever has he ever that's i don't think he has Honestly, because it it really is just this like earnest look in his eyes where he is, like you said, confused um, and surprised because, but also, I guess, happy in a way, if that makes sense. He looks Mm -hmm. more relaxed over here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's still, his face is still pretty impassive. Um, compared to other people's perhaps, but obviously like he just met her the day before. So, but for Toro at this point, his face does express more emotion than we've seen him before. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, the thing is, I love the faces that he makes with Poppy and without Poppy when he's thinking about her, you know, like the time when he fell on his butt, yeah. steps, face he made, like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> It's like he's or the face he made when she talked about his nice husky voice. <laughs> it's just like she's always doing something that just completely catches him off guard. And it, and because it catches him off guard and he's probably never used to being caught off guard that he doesn't he can't just have his like his very skilled plastered like stoic impassive face. Right. Because she just did something so unpredictable that He's just so not used to that his face is just his face. Re- he actually does have emotion and a reaction. He's actually a reactive person that's just been very schooled on not showing reaction. And I think also you see the second he lifts his eyes up, Poppy's finger is still like trailing along his cheekbone. And mm-hmm. she leaves it there. It looks to me like she kind of freezes when he looks at her because his his glance is very arresting. I mean, his his eyes are gorgeous. He's intense. And the, the last panel is Poppy seemingly also frozen and looking at his eyes. And her face is also very, very, it's also open in a way. It's very direct and real. You know, Poppy doesn't, in a way she does hide, hide things. We'll, we'll learn over time. But in a way she's also very open and her feelings are out on her face. And I think she's arrested by his gaze and his the intensity and open of his gaze yeah i think it's like the real first i mean like we, yeah we've seen them have like connection in the last few chapters but this is like the first like real connection because they say 
you know, if you stare into somebody's eyes, like for however many, you know, moments, you'll fall in love with them, right? So I, I kind of feel like maybe that's this moment for them. Mm-hmm. Like ever so slightly, because they still don't know each other, but. Right, they yeah. are looking at each other as people. Until now, you know, he was the guy on the train, the pervert. And now he's like, you know, the guy who helped her, he's helping her, but like, <clears throat> she hasn't had time to process that. But now she's looking at him as a person. Yeah. And it's probably not often that Torah is looked at as a person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he has two surprising things. I mean, several about Poppy herself, but in relation to him, somebody touching him affectionately and someone looking at him for who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Like, like I said, uh, that particular panel was like my, um, like my screenshot on my phone for probably like six months, you know, until my recent one because I, I just loved that this moment more than anything. It, It felt so intimate, uh, even though it's so ever so subtle yeah right and i mean it, it, it like to look someone dead in the eyes is very intimate mm-hmm. especially at that at that closeness the physical proximity mm-hmm. that they have now yeah yeah i love the build up between these two love it yeah me too it just it it shows a lot of how they are going to progress later on you know, like the dynamic, it's already starting. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what final thoughts do you guys have on this chapter? Um, final thoughts. Yeah, I, mean, I think we were pretty much, you know, talking about it there, how Torah has been receiving something he's never gotten before, how the two of them are, are closely interacting with each other, how he's helping her, which is, you know, something that he does a lot for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how she's, she's, despite the fact that she met him in very, uh, not ideal, in a not ideal situation, mm-hmm. she can, she can look past that and actually see who he is. Like, you could tell that she's someone where she won't just initially judge them based off of her first interaction. Like, she's willing to just keep going and give them more chances and she catches herself when she is about to like say something judgy because she's like wait a minute no like that's not right and it shows that she she has the ability to be very um compassionate towards others and their feelings and what they're doing like for her or for others which says a lot about her yeah because i mean um like one of one of the things that they say is like your first initial thought is how you were raised, but your second thought is who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So like, cause we've all like thought, you know, like our first initial thought uh, was maybe like horrible, but then you go, no, that's not, that's not how real life is. Stop being, you know, a jerk. And then you kind of like, think a nicer thing so i kind of feel like maybe that's where poppy is where that's you know her first initial thought is you know judgmental but then she goes no like i'm gonna look a little bit you know past that yeah 
Yeah. I think Torah, Torah is the perfect example of nature versus nurture. Hmm. Like he's a perfect case study for that. Yeah. His, 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 his inherent nature is actually to be kind and to be helpful and to be giving. But like his, his, the way he was raised was to destroy all of that. Yeah, which we we kind of see a little bit more in some of the later chapters, like because he has, um, like we we see the connections that he has made, uh, mm-hmm. and how you know, like the goodness to him, but because like, like he was essentially abused growing up, you know, so and, and he's continuing to be, you know, used. Um, mm-hmm. as, you know, as this mafia, like, dog almost to, like, do the dirty work. Yeah. So. I mean, he's already been described as a dog. Well, exactly. And he's already been caged like a dog ever since, like. Right. You can see it. So, which I think is why he has such a barren apartment is because he was caged when he was young. And so. In his mind, he's not allowed to have anything nice because it can be taken away at any moment. So there is no point in having anything nice because when he was about to have something nice, like going to the beach for a family trip, it was taken away and he was left in a cage. And so he just that's that's how he views his life is he's always going to be in a cage. There's no point in having anything nice in it. Yeah, that's very depressing. It is a very depressing way to look at life. Yeah. Um, and I, I think this is something that Lily has touched on that outside of what he, his life is, or like his life is very depressing, but Lily, or not Lily, sorry, Poppy is a light in his life mm-hmm. because she's so different than. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and even here, actually, in these last two panels, you see that he's in the shadows and she's in the light. This is a constant mm-hmm. thing for them. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, well, I, didn't, I didn't think about it until you you were talked about that, and I was like, oh wait, we always we always see the shadow in the light, and it's here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, like my my husband, for instance, like I and I guess another reason as to why I love this um this comic so much is because of the parallels between like my life and their life. Like my husband was raised in in an abusive household by a very awful father that was physically and emotionally abusive. And it, and then it's funny. Well, not funny, but it's kind of like, so Scott surrounds himself with light, positive people to compensate for the darkness that he grew up in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's like what Torah does, like his best friends, like, look at them, Gaiu and Quincy. <laughs> it's like, how much lighter can they be as people? Like there's, you know, like he does that. And then there's Poppy. Like he surrounds himself by, by these more positive, lighter people to help him through his darkness. Because he that's knows his, his life is dark. That is think, really that's really smart. I didn't pick up on that before. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only reason why I even have that kind of insight is because of my partner. 
and the things that we have talked about and and whatnot and like what it is to to like grow up being so afraid all the time of the person that's supposed to take care of you and so so yeah so you you just subconsciously gravitate towards people that can bring out a sense of happiness without you even realizing that that's what you're doing like my like again like my partner's best friends they are they're the absolute opposite of him in in every in every possible way the absolute opposite and that's because that's what he needs for balance it wow it's i can't say that it's funny that you mention it because that's not what i mean um no i totally get it yeah i think that's why we find that a lot of um people do enjoy this uh this series because because this isn't the first time that i've heard that somebody you know um their their own partner or them themselves you know feel very um relatable to this story because uh their partner is you know like grew up um with a like a rough background and mm-hmm. now they're just like dealing with that and you know trying to like move on to that better life um so i i feel like maybe that's why this story resonates with so many people um because mm-hmm. and, and of course it's not for not uh in the case of everybody but um we have said that you know these characters are relatable so yeah I think that what makes them relatable is that they know how to give, they know how to bring balance to each other without realizing that that's what they're doing. Right. And in a proper partnership or relationship, it's all about balance. Like, because not everyone is going to be completely everything for themselves. Mm -hmm. Like that's just, that's how it is, you know? And when you have a partner that gets that and without even having to say it, is very profound. And I think that's where we're starting to see that between them. Like he comes in to help her with things that she's inadequate with, like trying to gracefully come down a tree that's falling. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but he has the ability to swoop right in underneath her and catch her. So <laughs> there's that balance that, you know, neither of them even thought about. Right. We do talk more a lot, especially when we get to the later episodes, which we won't mention here, but about how both of them, you know, we, we've, the first thing that we see is we see Poppy helping Torah and being, you know, a cheerful presence out of his, you know, horrible life. But then we also see Torah helping her and how he has emotional skills that she does not have, which we won't get into now, mm-hmm. but we have discussed it already in, in podcasts that are already out there. Yeah. Well, I have to say, like, these discussions have really helped me look at the comic in a different light because of how Lily uses like shadow and light to, you know, portray these characters. Like looking back at just this chapter, I mean, there's the part where Poppy's, you know, at the top of the stairs, there's like, she's almost, uh, I wouldn't say a silhouette, but you know, there's like a little bit of light on her face compared to. Yeah. She's, she's backlit. Yeah. Compared to. Tora, who is, you know, underneath that, like, little shrubbery. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even when she is, like, supposed to be in the shadow, she's she finds the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think also one thing that's nice about this is that 
Torres used to being physically, um, you know, towering over other people because he's tall and Papa's used to being shorter than other people. But here, because she's on the steps above him, she's above him. And that's usually like a position mm-hmm. of, of dominance and control. And so she, she has that, like there's this role reversal between them where she's for a second more powerful than him. And because she touches him and disarms him like that, it's also a sign of her power and her ability to disarm him, you know, take away his defenses. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a really, really good point. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. just so cute. They're yeah. just adorable. <laughs> I love this comic and I love that yeah. I get to talk about this every week. <laughs> well, it's yeah. like, as I say this, like um, the only person I really before, you know, I made the group and stuff and the, the first couple of weeks of like having the group, like almost nobody was there and I was the only one posting in there. Um, so like when you see some of the earlier posts in the Facebook group, there's like legit just me being like, Hey guys, how's everybody doing? And like two responses. And I was like, maybe this is just not working out. But, um, yeah, I only had like my one friend who I like made her read the comic. Um, and now we role play the characters together. So (laughs) we're doing one right now. It's the best. (laughs) I'm trying to get my my oldest niece to she's 20 going on 21 and I'm like can you please can you just please read this I will even pay for your fast pass I need you to read this so badly um, so that we can fangirl together <laughs> oh I'm the, with my other best friend I'm just like please read this and she's like I don't really have time to read and I'm like just do it you can find it everyone can find time for yeah. this comic. it's free <laughs> Right. Seriously, I do. I need my I need my niece to be able to fangirl with me. I just do. I hope she does. <laughs> like, I really hope she does. I was just like, she reminds me of you, except for your tan. <laughs> like, <laughs> she is. She's tiny with big boobs and big bur- like bushy hair. That's like wild. <laughs> with these big bright eyes. I was like, can you please? You look like her. <laughs> you can relate so badly. <laughs> Uh-huh. that's very cute yeah thanks Ashley for starting that group because now that group is a source of solace for many of us and it is hopping I oh yeah it really is I've never been part of a group that is so into this <laughs> uh, we honestly like me and my mods really try to you know keep it a, a positive um like experience for everybody and I, I mean like obviously it's not you know perfect but um that's why we do kind of like throughout the week, the daily posts, like Monday, yeah. we do mental health um, Monday just to kind of, because it's really been a tough time for a lot of people out there. Um, and it's the same with like, you know, the selfie on Wednesdays, just, you know, fun things that aren't directly uh, with Midnight Populand, but also, um, it, but still being able to like, you know, discuss it um, right. and just share pictures yeah create a sense of community yeah exactly exactly we're all lacking now because we're all stuck at home Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that is true that's that's honestly what we've been trying to do and uh we discuss you know um we just our biggest thing right now is people share like we're trying to like people aren't sharing fast pass anymore thank god but like for the longest time it was like it was a little bit of an issue where people would like share stuff and we'd be like, stop, don't share the pictures. Come on, man. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. 
I try to be very aware of um, what I say on the regular group. Yeah. And not the fast pass group, just because I know that I just, I don't like giving spoilers. Yeah. It's, um, me, I don't mind reading spoilers oh, so. personally. I, I love reading spoilers. I'm the kind of person that will read spoilers all day because I feel with so much anxiety mm-hmm. wanting to know the end. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm the same way but- where I like, I, do, I don't care about spoilers. Uh, like we did the fast pass. Um, like we allowed fast, not fast pass pictures, but like discussions, but it was, it, it, that became a little bit of a problem where people were not doing spoiler warnings, which was like, you know, mm-hmm. part of the rules, mm-hmm. but that's why we only have the one weekly fast pass because I don't want to take that away from people because most of us yeah. are reading fast pass. Like, absolutely. I'm, I'm reading fast pass and I still want to discuss about it, but yeah. you know, so <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I just, yeah. Like when I, when I see, when I see a spoiler and it wasn't labeled spoiler, I, I internally get a little upset. Because then I feel bad for those that haven't read that yet. Oh, yeah. If it, like, no joke for anybody who's, like, listening, if you see something on there, like, immediately tag one of us mods and we'll, like, swoop in there as fast as we can to, like, you know, fix it. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, like, we're, like, they're all pretty on top of it. Uh, I love them. They they do so much work. And I just, I'm always checking, checking on them. I'm like, is it? It's enough work. Like you guys, you guys are okay, right? I don't need to like. I I love them all. Yeah, thank you so so much for what you do. It's a great no problem. Group. Yeah, you guys do so much. <laughs> it's no problem at all. Both of you, you do so much. <laughs> Me, I just yeah. throw some photos up in there sometimes of people that look like the characters. Oh, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> do that. Love it. <laughs> yes, like that one poppy I found. I was like, this girl is so cute. <laughs> so- mm Hmm. So, that yeah. fitness guy with long hair. I was like, mm, "Yes, please." Oh yeah, <laughs> some of the some of the guys that people have been posting. I'm just like, "Hell yeah! Oh my god, gorgeous!" Yeah, yeah. I have to admit, like, like I've spent so much time trying to find like beautiful Asian men now <laughs> <laughs> with great bodies. I'm like, man, yeah. I have never been like. I've dated Asian guys before, but I was just like, I didn't realize my thirst was this, was this much. <laughs> my thirst for Asian men have really just grown. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's great. I think it's great because they have definitely been like underrepresented for way too long. Oh, absolutely. I 100% agree. Um, like, I mean, there are terrible um stereotypes that are used and it's like i could really get into it but i won't because i will rant all day about like Mm -hmm. the injustices of the world uh without trying to be oh my gosh yeah seriously without trying to talk over people because that's Mm -hmm. bad too (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i do kind of want to end the episode because i have to do other things but yes. thank you so so much um veronica and Angeline, for coming on it was fantastic recording with you guys and thanks for sharing thank all you your for having me. thank you for having me yeah this was fun i can't wait for the next one awesome i was so nervous <laughs> you did fantastic 
Thank you. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> You're fine. I'm just talking. <laughs> We're all great. Well, thank you again so much, and I will catch you guys later. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.